Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Broad Street LinkedIn's Week Three Preview. The birds are heading down to Tampa Bay to face off against the Bucks on Monday Night Football. Today, Griff and I are going to cover what the Bucks have done well, what the Eagles need to do to win, the injury report, and we are presenting a brand new segment called Lincoln Financial Locks, where me and Griff will give you three plays for the NFL Week Three. Jumping right into it, the Bucks are two and zero. No one should apologize for being 2-0, even though they've played some questionable teams. Uh, what do you think they've done well so far this season, Griff? The Bucks are surprising people. Um, they come out bigger as zero turnovers. They have only allowed one sack. I think they got to Justin Fields four times last week or six times last week, actually. Six times, I think, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're a legit team. They were definitely underestimated. They have a great run defense. So I'm interested to see how Brian Johnson will play call around that. And they're a very blitz-heavy defense, which we've seen in week one and two, so I don't know if that'll be a surprise for us. Yeah, Baker has not turned the ball over, which has been great. They've figured out what they do well. Um, They obviously have the monster defensive line, so I don't think that they're going to be a walk in the park for the Eagles, but I do really think that the Eagles are going to win this game. Yeah, this Bucks defense is – Looking frightening. I know they played the Bears last week, but they had two picks, six sacks, like you said. Pressure on the quarterback, 45% of plays, 10 QB hits, and this defensive line is beastly. They have Vita Vea, one and a half sacks last week. Shaq Barrett had a sack and a pick six. And Joe Tyron Shoyinka just had two sacks as well. Obviously, it's the Bears, and Justin Fields has been holding on to the ball a little too long. But you can definitely make the argument that as of late, Jalen has been making the same mistakes. Jalen got sacked four times last week, so I think it'll be a big challenge for the O-line and Hurts to keep him safe and uh, not take negative yardage plays. Yeah, I agree. I mean, looking at what the Eagles need to do to win, what would you have specifically for what the Eagles need to hone down on to leave Tampa Bay with the win this week? So I know that the Bucks have – a very, very solid run defense. Um, I still think we test it. We come out, we run the rock, and look, if we're getting progress, they'll have to end up loading the box, and that opens up the coverage over the top. 
And if it doesn't work, we had a mini buy to prepare for this game. So I expect Brian Johnson to have a couple, if not multiple, plans of attack in case certain things fail. But I do still think the game plan here is to run the rock early. And then we can take our deep play action shots. And more importantly, the D-line cannot give Baker time. Just like last week, we're going to need the D-line to step up and bail us out. Baker's been on fire. He's averaging nine yards per attempt. So if we get pressure on Mayfield quickly, he won't have the time to go through his reads and get these long completions that he's been averaging so far this season. Yeah, I agree. And he really has not been tested, you know, one sack all season. And we got some guys on that defensive line, man. Um, he hasn't really had people coming at him like we we have loaded on the Eagles defensive line. So I really think a key to our game is just force them to turn the ball over, you know. And we've been great. We've been great forcing turnovers so far. And I mean, some absurd stats from the Birds D-line. Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis are third and fourth in the NFL in terms of highest graded defensive tackles through two weeks, according to Pro Football Focus. And Jalen is third in the NFL in QB pressures this season with 11. We need these guys to step up again and uh, have a great game. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the name to our game, you know. These guys are going to have to step up all season, but that's how we play. And that's what we expect. Another fact regarding the defensive line is the Bucks have ran the ball over 30 times per game. You know, I think that's another reason why Baker has been able to get this nine yards per attempt is because the Bucks pounding the rock, like I said, that the Eagles should do, forces teams to load up the box and opens up the field. Yeah, Rashad White is legit and he's got some spark. And I think that they're going to try to do what they've done the first two weeks. I don't think they have a lot of options with Baker Mayfield, but we'll see what they come out with. And they've got good coaches and Todd Bowles. And I really think that this is a statement game for the Eagles to show the league, hey, we're here, we're a legit team, and we're going to beat teams that we should beat. And I think Slay versus Evans is another big matchup here. We know Godwin will line up in the slot. In the middle of the field, already so weak. Thankfully, we're getting Reed Blankenship back. But yeah, we need Slay to hold down the outside against Mike Evans, or else Mayfield will just have too many options. So moving on to the injury report, the Bucks really have nobody they need to be worried about besides Carlton Davis. Vita Vey is listed on the injury report, but there's no doubt that he will play. Um, if Carlton Davis is in, I still think A.J. Brown will be able to take advantage of him. I mean, he's not 100% clearly. For the Eagles, our injury report is a mile long. Those who did not participate in practice this week were Terrell Edmonds. He was sick. Uh, He was out with an illness, so I think he should play. Boston Scott with a concussion most likely won't play. And Quez Watkins with a hamstring most likely won't play. We only have four rostered receivers at the moment. I don't think Covey will sniff the field on offense, so we're looking at Zacchaeus, Brown, and Smith. For limited participation, Reed Blankenship ribs. He said he could have played in week two if it was on Sunday. So I think we all expect him to play in week three. James Bradbury with his concussion will be a game time decision. Fletcher Cox still limited with his ribs, but he played last week. So I don't see any reason why he wouldn't play this week. Zach Cunningham, not really sure what happened here, but seems to be he has a rib injury. Not sure what the birds will do if he can't play. He's one of the three linebackers on our roster. So maybe we'll bring in the new punter, Braden Mann, uh, in the linebacker position. I don't know if you saw the highlight reel, but he was laying hit sticks on guys in the punt return game. So that was exciting to see. Thank God Sipos is gone. 
Yep. And moving on, Jordan Davis is listed uh, with an ankle injury. This is a new addition. Hopefully it's unrelated to last year's ankle injury, and it looks like he'll play as well. Gainwell with his rib injury should play. Devontae Smith was listed with having a hamstring slash thigh injury, but I think the Eagles are just being cautious about him and resting him up. He played 100% of snaps in week two, so I don't mind giving him a rest. Jack Stoll is looking to miss the game with an ankle injury, so Calcaterra and Okwe Bumanam are looking to be slotted in behind Goddard. And Josh Sweat is reported to have turf toe, but there doesn't seem to be any concern that he won't play. So we're getting some guys back. Um, yeah, definitely. I think that'll be huge for us, um, huge for our defense, just confidence-wise to have our, our starters back, or a couple of them. Hopefully we see Sidney Brown, like I said, but – I don't know. They've been holding him back. I really want to see him. And I really think that he can be a difference maker on this defense. This is a bizarre stat that I found. The Monday night football curse. So in the last four Monday night football games, Kyler Murray has torn his ACL. Damar Hamlin goes into cardiac arrest. Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles. And Nick Chubb gets his knee shredded. Hopefully we can break the trend on Monday night and have a nice, clean, safe game, but prayers up. Moving on to our Lincoln Financial Locks. We are bringing a new segment to Broad Street LinkedIn. Every week preview, we will provide three picks for the Sunday slate and keep records. So we'll have a little head-to-head battle between uh, me and Griff. So to start, Griff, what's your first pick for the Sunday slate? I got the battle of two very good 0-2 teams. I wouldn't say the Vikings is very good, but, you know, Kirk is technically having a historic season so far with the 0-2 Vikings. With that being said, I'm going with the Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. It might be a public play. I don't care. They moved down to a pick after opening at minus three. I don't see the Chargers falling to 0-3. If you can get them at an even money line, take them. That is my first pick. I actually had a pick in this game at, as well. It was the Chargers-Vikings over 54. I know this is a very high number, but these defenses are both atrocious, and both these quarterbacks are very good, uh, if not elite. Like you said, Kirk is having an elite year so far. I think it's going to be a shootout. I expect big games and fantasy from both receivers on the teams. So my first pick is the over 54 in that Chargers-Vikings game. Yeah, I like that. The only thing that I would say is that's the highest total so far this season. It's juiced. It's really juiced. And with that, that might be a reason to go under. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, my second pick is the under in the Ravens-Colts games. I, I think the Ravens are going to kill them, and I don't think the Colts are going to be able to, to put points up on the board to make it to hit that over. You know, it's at 44-and-a-half. That's, you know, pretty standard, but I like the I like the Ravens to – Maybe score 25 points, you know, 30 points, and the Colts 10, you know. So I don't I don't think it'll hit that hit that mark. What do you have for your second pick? Yeah, I mean, if uh, if Richardson doesn't play right, I think that's a great play. Um, that's going to be a, a big game time decision, and I think you're getting value at the line there with uh, Richardson's status up in the air. But my second pick is the Patriots minus two and a half. Wilson is 0-4 in his career against the Patriots, and he's completed 50% of his passes in those starts. I think the Patriots have played two great teams. I I know they're 0-2. I think they're solid. I expect it to be a low-scoring game. The underline was a little too low for me, 
but uh, I expect a, a close defensive game, and uh, Patriots have the Jets' number, so. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. You got Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, for your third pick? So, uh, I was going to go with the Raiders. All week, I was kind of thinking Raiders in primetime, Raiders Steelers. That's a historic matchup. But give me Mike Tomlin as the underdog. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half. And that is my max bet of the week. That is my moral lock of the week. Steelers in primetime plus two and a half. I would take them on the money line, but take the points because you never know. But I mean, that Steelers D line is going to eat Garoppolo alive. That Raiders O line is just abysmal. So I love it. Love that pick. I'm just nervous. I feel like everyone and their mother is going to be on the Steelers. So I'm a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out closer to that primetime matchup, but uh, I'm buying. My pick of the week is the Titans plus three and a half versus the Browns. Deshaun Watson just looks awful. I mean, Nick Chubb is out too, so that run game is not there anymore. It's worked out for me so far. He's 2-0 and as an underdog against the spread this year, so um, yeah, I'm riding with the Titans. Yeah, I like that pick. I think they might be a trendy dog this week. The Browns, they're giving them – that field goal cover, too, and that could That's be an true. ugly, ugly game. It could be a field goal game. Vrabel loves field goal games as he kicked the field goal to cover. Um, I like that pick a lot. And this would not be uh, Lincoln Financial Locks if we didn't leave you, leave you with some coin to throw on the Eagles game. Um, there's been some early reverse line movement towards the Bucks. Line moved from 7.5 to 4.5 with a lot of the money going on the Eagles, which is never a good sign, but – it's a home underdog, undefeated underdog, so I understand that. And uh, that's why I'm going to stay away from the spread. I love the Eagles over 13.5 first half points. I think we get the ball first. We score a touchdown the first quarter, make a statement. And, uh, you know, if the Bucks keep it close, they keep it close. But I think we'll we'll come out on top. And Devontae Smith is 2-0. For any time touchdowns since having a kid, so might as well throw a couple of dollars since uh you know he's hot. You know he just had a kid, two games since having a kid, he's got a touchdown in each. So love it. Alrighty, so that is our week three preview. Make sure you tune in next week for our recap of this Monday night football game. And as always, go birds. Go birds. <laughs>